And then, and then now we're, and now, and now we're talking to each other and people can hear us now. Um, people can hear us. How are you doing? That's their problem. It's not my problem. No. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm having dinner right now. What are you, are you eating a Kinder Surprise? No, I wish. (laughs) Fuck. Um, I'm eating a protein bar. Okay. That doesn't seem like dinner to me. Well, it's because my life is, I'm just really, I'm on the go. I'm always on the go. Okay. I don't have time to indulge in fancy meal making. So it, it it strikes me as the kind of thing your mother wouldn't approve of. Probably not. But then again, she's not here, is she? Yeah, where is she? Exactly. Where is she? Mm. Um, I have names. Do you want names? I sure do. Uh, welcome to the wrong guys. Mm-hmm. That is Marty Hooper. I am Alex Hartman. One of those guys is a character from Jaws, and the other one is a character from Full Metal Jacket. It's been like a month. I already guys. forget what we... Oh, it was the basic training thing in Sharks. Yeah, that's right. So right. Uh, Hartman is this, the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket, mm. yeah. and Hooper is Richard Dreyfuss's character from Jaws. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we posted that like two weeks ago now, and we just haven't had a chance to get together again since then. No, it's been... I went home for a visit. Mm. I went home for a visit for a couple of weeks, um, and you were also gone somewhere? Yeah, we went... Um, oh my god, I'm clipping so hard. What happened? We went... Um, here we go. My I power. went camping um, in... Uh, are you familiar with the Pacific Coast Trail? Mm, with the PCT, as all the cool kids call it. I've heard of it, but I've, I've, I've never done it for myself, obviously. So south of that, on the same coast, there's another trail called the Juan de Fuca Trail. And so we did a chunk of that the other day. Was this, was this for work? or for No, no, just, just me and Owen. Oh, nice. We went camping. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet, man. We did a lot of hiking. A lot of, um, you know, I'm... I'm blown away by how loud my volume is coming out right now. You just I'm got like, louder again somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't know what's going on. My computer it's like is there's, like there's like a gremlin in your computer who's who's slowly turning the knob up. <laughs> Owen said it's because you're yelling. <laughs> that, that's, that's, <laughs> he's probably right. You think he'd be used to my volume by now? <laughs> but I'm yeah, almost, I'm almost done my my chocolate bar. By the way. Um. Yeah, what else is But yeah, so that's that's what we did. What what about you? What else is new? So how was how was home? It was good. It was nice to get away for I was there for about 10 days, I think. Or yeah, just shy of 2 weeks. Um it was good to just kind of get away from things. Okay. Just kind of like hide out at my parents' place for a while. It was nice to kind of very cryptic. Yeah. But I know what I mean. It's like I had a break yeah. in between between jobs and I had some time off and yeah, just a nice little getaway. I hadn't been home in like a year and a half. <clears throat> okay. I'm done. It, it does. <laughs> that's, that's the clip I'm going to save right there is you throwing a wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's always nice. Like my parents' place is always like a nice, like a safe space. You know what I mean? It's an like oasis. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you just go home and like, I'm, I'm like, wow, I don't have to fucking worry about anything while I'm here. I can just sleep in if I want. I just spent like 10 days just hanging out with them and like just being real chill. So it was good. Yeah, that's met, cool, man. Met my siblings' dogs. 
that's Again, important. Like when I was like, it was a pretty spur of the moment, last minute trip home. Like I think my mom and I booked a flight. Like we were looking for flights together, and we booked it like a day and a half before I flew home. It was okay. super last minute, but I obviously wanted to go home because I hadn't been home in a while, and this would be my last opportunity for a while. So I wanted to go home and see friends and family. But a large part of why I wanted to go home was to meet these dogs. <laughs> I can't even lie. At like least you're they, honest. If they didn't have two golden retriever puppies, I may have like been like, well, maybe I'll just come later in the fall or something. Gold, golden retrievers too? Two golden retriever puppies. Awesome. I just, I blew up my own Instagram when I was home with lots of dog and puppy spam because they're so fucking cute. They're the best. Wait. Yeah, they're the best kinds of yeah, they're the best kinds of dog, yeah. I think. And they're they're like a year apart. So my sister's is I think he had just they had just got him for like they just celebrated his one year. Okay. Like, like his, a, they've had him for a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what you call that. And he's just like the dorkiest most golden retriever, golden retriever ever. He's such a dork, but he's so love, lovable and like he's just he's the best. He's so funny. And then my brother and his fiance have had or when we went to visit them, they had had theirs for like two or three weeks. Like they just got theirs. Oh, okay. And I think he's 10 weeks old. So he's like, and he's like the most photogenic pup you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> like he's so fucking cute. He's like, he's like a model puppy. Like could be in magazines for like puppy chow, like print ads. You know what I mean? Like he's just okay, got yeah, those, yeah. those perfectly, just a perfect pup face. He's, I mean, they're all, pups are all cute. Yeah, but yeah. he's just like he's just got like a little twinkle to his eye that's just like oh you're you're a little bit extra cute but you're anyway, a little yeah. extra symmetrical <laughs> um but yeah they're both awesome and i'm really glad i got to meet them before they got like big and huge and i got i'm glad i got to meet them while they were still pups basically is what i'm saying nice who doesn't love puppies yeah who doesn't love puppies especially yeah. golden retriever puppies they're about right. the best thing that you can get exactly because they're for everybody. It's like even people who don't like dogs are okay with golden retrievers because they're like, they're a good ambassador for dogs, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else to report, really. All right. Well. It's, it's the days are getting longer. Yeah, um, that's quite nice. It's I, nice to have a little bit of sun to like 8 p.m. I think and, um, we're about yeah. to do like the end of daylight savings time thing. It sounds like that's going to happen soon, right? What are what what is it like? What's the holdup? <laughs> so, my understanding is it's America. It's like it's our trade partner thing. I thought it was we were holding it up. I thought I heard like everyone down there wants to do it, and they're just like, well, some people in Canada, or maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, like, I, basically I re- everyone has to be on the same page. Yeah, I read an article about it recently where like the BC provincial government. I don't know about like Canada wide, but the BC provincial government kind of was all on board. Right. And they were like, we're just waiting for like, like essentially California, but it's like California, like Washington state, Oregon um, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Oregon to like right. be on board so that we can do like Pacific trade without having to like be all, but it's like, what does it matter if they're, oh yeah, we're going to talk like your time or my time or whatever. Right. It's, I don't know. It seems anyway. Silly. Yeah. It seems but like it's, the, it's, it's happening. It's like very easy to sort out one way or the other. Yeah, it's happening. With like um, technology and computers and everything and smartwatches, like you could just just make it happen. I hope and that, which, so that just means we have more daylight at the end of the day. 
That's what I was going to say. Is I don't know. I don't know which one. Are longer. Well, right. I mean, it just it just Marginally. shifts. Yeah, it just shifts the short day over. Um, yeah. I just hope whichever one we choose, I hope it's the one that gives us more day at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't mind when it's dark in the morning. Yeah, it's fine. fine. Who gives a shit? It's when it gets dark at four o'clock in the afternoon in December. That's like, wow. I may just jump off this bridge on my way yeah. home. It's not, it's, it's too much. It's too much. It's too dark, too early. The, let's, I, let's do the, the thing I couldn't one. stand was when it's like dark on the way to and from work. It's like, well, that's those, what I mean. Yeah. There's like that period of time where it's like, it's always dark except when you're at work. That's that. And it's like, that's December, when you get sad. Like mid, mid to late December. I guess it's like mid December right before Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, that's when you get sad. 21st is the equinox. 21st of December is the shortest day of the year. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. So, imagine living in a, like a Scandinavian or like a northern a Nordic country. I, they have like government incentives to like keep people from sh- killing themselves, I think. I believe it. There's like it's places like it's, there, like, There's places where they subsidize trips to the equator. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Maybe even in Canada, like up in the Baffin Islands or something. Yeah. No, I don't know. I feel like the older I get, like every year, it, it bothers me just a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every single year, I just get a little bit crankier and a little bit more of that seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. Right around Christmas time, I'm just like, ugh, I fucking hate this so much. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I, should I be going to bed? It's 4.30 and it's pitch black outside. I hate yeah. this. It sucks. Yeah. It's been dark for two hours. Yeah. It's brutal. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully that bullshit is all over now. Yes. Moving um, on. Do you want a topic idea? Because I have a topic. Um, sure. I actually don't have a topic. Yeah. We go th- it, um, yeah. My computer's it, all the way over there now, so I can't really... It came like, from a suggestion, so it's not mine, which works, I think. Okay. Um, somebody asked me this the other day, and I thought it was an interesting question. Marty, would growing up now be better or worse than when we grew up? So that was, that was the question. Would you rather be... Oh. 15 now or 15 like 20 years ago like in 20 or i guess 2003 that's a good one yeah Um, it's a cool question right it's cool question and i think what's funny about this is that like i think every generation has this sort of like we're in this unique kind of position where we can say like we've like i remember growing up without cell phones for example Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like i remember going to parties in high school where some of us maybe had flip phones but like I, i vividly remember having to print out like MapQuest directions or yeah. OC Transpo, like trip guide directions. Or how about like planning ahead? Yeah. But it was just like, hey, we'll meet at this bus station at 9, 9 p.m. Yeah. Or around 9 or whatever. And then we'll catch this bus at 9.30. And then like you had someone had like the directions printed out. Like you take the 97 to get off at this stop and then you take the 44 to fucking that stop. And then you walk down the street to get to so-and-so's house for the party tonight. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like and the last bus um, is at so and so time. And yeah, well, to, yeah. the last bus is like whatever. You're just you figure it out when, when it's three a.m. and like you got to walk somewhere <laughs> or take a cab or whatever. You don't worry about the last bus. <laughs> okay. Um, but what I was gonna say is that I feel like if someone like you or I are we millennials, by the way. I think so. I think millennials. I should look this up, but I think millennials go to like ninety five. Okay, so like f- a millennial, um, someone like you or I are in that millennial whatever a demographic would say like oh we're in this sort of super unique um generation where we've seen things change so rapidly from the time that we were kids to the time that we're like now adults right like we've seen 
the advancement of the internet and technology and, and YouTube and fucking everything else. Like we've seen it just sort of grow at this insanely rapid pace. But I think if you were to ask just about any other generation, it's it maybe things don't advance as rapidly, but everyone has seen, you know, like if you go back to like the early 20th century, people were born around the same time and then like the industrial revolution happened. Yeah. And like cars were becoming a thing. So I think every generation to a certain degree can sort of, um, step back and say like, oh, we've seen a lot of change in our lifetimes. Yeah, right? and it's it's also and it's, almost it, a little like tropey to say like, oh, we had it better because we didn't have this or because yeah. back in our day, you know, it's it, it, it is a little bit tropey. At the same time, this feels genuinely different. For like, sure, this is like, that, and that's sort of what I was going to say is I didn't <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't want to make it sound like we're the only generation that's seen right right change. But <clears throat> that being said, um, I think the um, amount of change and the speed at which it's taken place in our generation, in our lifetime anyway, is unprecedented. And I think for this next generation, um, which is what, Gen Z? Uh, yeah. Like all the um, high school kids now are what, Gen Z or something? No, no, there's a, there's a new one now. It's like oh, after, yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, anyway, the, the next generation, it's like it's only going to get crazier and crazier for them probably. Right? Um, anyways, I've, I've straight up, straight from the question entirely um would i have rather grown up now or when i did grow up generation alpha is the new generation oh wow yeah so gen z is 95 to what uh millennials millennials are up to 95 gen z would be 95 to 2010 or something yeah uh, no, okay no. is it like 15 year gaps 2010 to the mid 2020s is gen alpha okay yeah so 15 year gaps roughly um anyways i think i don't know so i'm i was i'm like when i look back i'm pretty content with like how i grew up and how i don't want necessarily want to say the freedom that we had as kids but like mm -hmm. it, it, i feel and i obviously don't have kids myself or teenage kids let alone kids so I don't know what it's like to tell a kid now who has like a smartphone and access to like Uber and everything else that comes with being a teenager today and like having yeah, yeah. access to technology. I don't know what it's like to tell a kid that age like, cool, you can go to this party on Friday night. Whereas when I was, you and I were going to parties when we were teens, it was like we would just disappear for the night. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like you tell your parents like I'm going to my friend's house. For a party. And they either believed you or they didn't. They either believed you or they didn't, but either way, you were going somewhere. Yeah. And you were essentially... Like, off unless, the grid. Unless you had a curfew or you had to be home for something or you had to be home that night, you were you basically were a ghost. Like, you were just gone for the night. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I'll see you tomorrow, maybe. And, like, who knows, whatever. You just fucked off and did whatever you you did, right? So, like, I don't know. <sighs> there, there, There's a certain, like... I don't know if it's romance in, like... In having been able to do that, that sort of like being untethered for a night and just being like going out and being wild and free with your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I totally to know what you're saying. A, there's a sort of like this sort of, um, I don't know if romance is the right word, but like the, just the freedom that comes from that when you're a kid is like, it's so, it's so cool. It's so fun. You know, well, it's. Yeah, like here's here's the here's what I'm understanding from what you're saying, and and I I kind of sort of here's you know my take on it I guess is like 
it's easy to to look at what you had and then compare it to what's going on now and especially since your memories are so flawed like you 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 strip away the shit that sucked about the way that things were but it's the only way that you knew right so it's like the existence that you had is the only existence that you know so of course it was like great and terrible at the same time yeah but like the memories that you have of it are mostly positive because that's what you remember and yeah. then you compare it to what's going on now and you go oh this is better this is worse and you kind of pick it apart and then go but it, that side of it is is one thing where like obviously you're you're um you're like projecting your history onto current times and going like how would that work mm-hmm. right because it's not the existence that you're familiar with so it's not one that fits easily into like your memory but here's what i would say in terms of like to answer the question more is i we have and i mean even to a to a lesser extent but like people who are like maybe 10 years older than us even more so have like a distinct memory of pre-internet mm-hmm. and then post-internet, right? Yeah. And, and, and the internet is not better, I don't think, overall for like your state of mind and for like no. okay. developing your personality and developing like traits of character that are like generally like positive for the mm-hmm. human experience, right? Right. So that is what I would base my answer on is I would go like, just because we've lived outside the bubble and inside the bubble, I could mm-hmm. say that having only existed inside the bubble would be less good for me, I think, as a person. If I didn't know what, um, like, like, imposed control. Like, if you think about, like, even the early stages of the internet, when you, when you when you would jump on the internet, it's like you couldn't just do whatever you wanted. Like, there was limits to what you could do, and there was limits to how quickly you could do it. Yeah. And so it kind of, like, forced you to do other things. It kind of forced you to, like have some self-control even though it wasn't self-imposed now it's limitless now it's and it's it's even getting crazier and crazier right so it's like like all i'm sure you've heard about all this this new ai stuff that's going on like the gpt thing yeah isn't it crazy i I mean it was it was honestly a matter of time like none of it is i hear these reports and i'm like or these whatever news articles or news stories about what chat gpt is doing and what ai is up to Mm -hmm. like none of it is remotely surprising is it are you surprised like i'm like it maybe happened a little bit sooner than I was expecting it to. Like I thought maybe in three or four or five years, like things would be that instant. But otherwise I'm not, none of it is surprising. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of staying away from it a little bit. I'm not a hundred percent familiar. Like I, I haven't seen any I, examples of it. I know what's I read, going on. I give you, well, it's more of an anecdote than an example, I guess. But sure. I was reading, um, cause, uh, chat GPT, like version four just came out. Okay. Think this week. I don't. Have you used ChatGPT? It's it's a really crazy tool. It's actually really sick in a lot of okay. ways. It's a little bit scary, but it's very cool in a lot of ways. Um, like you, from what I understand, you can like have a look in your pantry and your fridge, and just like type in everything that you have that you want to make food with, and like put all the ingredients into this chat browser thing. Okay. And then be like, this is what I have. Can you give me some recipes? And it'll spit spit out some recipes for you. But mm-hmm. That's an example of what you can use it for. Sure. Um, if if this, used for good, yeah. Right. If, if used for good. Like, you can just use it for just about anything. And, like, I have some friends who work in the tech space, and they were saying that um, it's very useful for for coding and programming. If you get stuck somewhere, like, it'll just, you can just type in, like, hey, this is the issue I'm having. Can you suggest, like, a workaround for this bit of code that I'm struggling with? And it'll just, like, spit out the right code. So you can, like, oh. use it to, like lean into or lean into uh problem solving for programming and code and that sort of thing 
which leads me to the anecdote I was going to tell you about. Um, when ChatGPT, the most recent version, was released, I think it's version four. Okay. Um, I read an article about it, and this guy um, on Twitter was saying how he, I think, was like working on developing an app or a program for I can't remember what it was for. It doesn't really matter. Um, but he had spoken to a, like a very, but his words, like a very good senior developer about this this work that he needed done and the developer quoted him uh, a two-week turnaround for the job that he needed and it would cost about five grand and then he went on chat gpt4 um basically put in the same request and it had completely programmed the entire thing in three hours and i think he said it cost him like 12 cents <laughs> to just like to use the thing like Jesus. as far as like the membership goes, I think it's 20 bucks a month or something, but it boiled down to essentially it cost him less than a dollar to get this. What otherwise would have taken two weeks and $5,000 he got for less than a dollar in three hours. Like I can't pretend that this doesn't feel like the setup to a black mirror episode. <laughs> you know totally, what I mean? Like it 100% is. And like, again, like you just said, like for the good and like for people like that who are programming code and, and like designing websites and apps and that sort of thing. Like I don't see this is, this can only be useful. Um, like sure. it can only help, right? But I know, I know exactly what you're saying. But I, I know you already have like a propensity to have that sort of exactly mistrust it's, of its technology and, and artificial intelligence. What makes it difficult is when I see this. Am I? I'm like, am I being crazy or am I on? Like, <laughs> is this legitimate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. I understand. But I understand but, but no, that it, absolutely, and that's a big part. Of, like I said, it's like I've been staying away from it, and that's why it's because it freaks the fuck out of me, right? I'm I'm mm -hmm. not comfortable thinking yeah. about all that and hearing the development and like, yeah, there's it doesn't cool, make me happy. There's another. I don't know if it's cool. This one I'm a little bit more torn about, but um, you can use these same sort of AI technologies to just make art now, and like You're right, like insane art and like any yeah. style you want. So you can program these, or not program, but use these uh, browser-based programs. One of them is called Midjourney, I think, or maybe it's Discord. But either way, it's just like a big AI computing service. And you can go in and be like, I want a painting um, in the whatever, a, a watercolor style from like the Baroque era of mm. a ship being attacked by a dragon. And right. it'll like and it'll like work on it for you, and then spit out like the most insane, amazing, exactly what you wanted, or it'll give you like different options. It'll yeah, because be like, we played around with four yeah. paintings I made for you. Of exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah, you yeah. Want. It's crazy. We, like we played around with that a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Like the the AI art thing. Yeah, but that was like a, a totally different. It's the same idea. Yeah, it's just already like, way better. But like this mid journey stuff is is times a billion. Like it's like legit art that you would have on your wall or you would sell. Well, you know? and now that's there's the... this sort of, there's this sort of, um, I don't know if it's a gray area, but people are conflicted about it. Cause it's like, well, what happens like to real artists? Like, are they just completely now mm -hmm. is their art no longer, not that it's no longer well, valid, but it's like, if you can just, why would you pay a painter or an, uh, a visual artist any money to, to, paint you something if you can just go on mid journey and get it for whatever it is like $20 a month subscription. Well, why would you pay a coder if you have chat GPT? Exactly. Why would yeah. you pay? And that's, that's the whole, like, that's the other side of this whole argument is like, even if it doesn't go completely wrong and have like this singularity thing where the, you know, robots take over and we have like Terminator judgment day on our hands. Yeah. It's like, 
even if that's not what happens, then like then we're looking at like a Wally situation where we're all these like seven hundred pound beasts like floating around on scooters in space, like just watching TV, right? Yeah. And it's like it's not much better. I don't think it's it's a it's not a it's not a better existence. Mm-hmm. Um, I was recently just watching too the um the uh, what's the it they they keep advertising it to me. It's that um that thing where you can like write emails and it like suggests how to write things for you. Oh, Grammarly. Grammarly, yeah. yeah, and now they do like they have like a tone thing where it's like I want yeah. this to seem friendlier, and then you just like click the friendly button, and it like yeah, changes yeah. shit around. Yeah, and it's like that's the level that we're at, and it's it, it, I don't know why I'm letting myself go this way, but it's like we're talking about AIs now, and I'm freaking out already. But it's the um like literally like two months ago, you and I were like on the AI art thing. And, and it was brand new. We were like, everyone was talking about it, how you could yeah. just like, oh my God, you could just ask it to make you something. And yeah. now you're telling me two months later, it's perfected. And, and it's so it's not, like... It's not perfected yet. There's still... No, no, but you understand what I'm saying. It's like yeah, the, yeah. the progress is too quick. It's like yeah, it's yeah. happening. But I mean, what I was going to add to that is like, this isn't happening. Like it's, it's we're hearing about it. Like mm-hmm. it's unfolding in front of our very eyes as we hear about it. I don't even know if that makes sense. What I just said, but I, I, hear, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like it's un, we're only seeing it as as we as it comes out in the news. So to mm-hmm. us, it seems like oh my god, this is progressing like in a matter of weeks and months. But in reality, like how long do you think Bing and Google and Microsoft have been working? It's probably been ten, if not twenty plus years that they've been working on this kind of shit. So this is just like a culmination of all their efforts into crafting AI, I guess. Yeah, but the, it just the, like it seems crazy because it's all kind of happening at once, and it's almost like it's a digital arms race now too, right? So ChatGPT, I think, is Microsoft's. Uh, yeah, no, it's Google. It's Google. No, Google's is called Alphabet, I think. Okay. Or, well, here's the or the thing else. is, you're you're right, but there's a problem where you like in your in your statement where having ChatGPT, having an AI code for you, is printing a 3D printer. Like now you're at the point where you're no longer having to work on things. It's just right. things are just being created. So it's like you just like turned the motor on now, and, yeah. and now we're you know now we're now we're at a, like we're at the turning point. I guess mm-hmm. I, I it, the whole thing just spooks me obviously, and I think everybody who yes. anyone who's ever spoken to me or listened to this podcast <laughs> knows that. Yeah. Um, but it, I guess I guess to to sort of like just just because we're gonna spiral out of control here if we I already don't sort have. of. Try, try and wrap it back into the conversation we were having, which is obviously well, I, I based on... I question for you. I don't want to forget, but keep going. Okay, go, I just go ahead. I don't want to forget it. No, no, finish your thought. It's, it's... Well, I was going to say, based on that criteria alone, I would say, like, I would rather be born 100 years ago than even when I was born. But, like, in terms of, like, the ability to exist as a person in your adolescence or whatever, it's like, I feel like now you have no control over... Um, your personality in terms of how it's portrayed in the world around you. Yeah, there's all these sort that, of weird external pressures about how you do present yourself. And there, and there always online, were. Everything is, yeah, but it's different. But it's it was only to the people who were literally around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like now of course it's everybody. You to, if you're going out to dinner or you're going to school, like you weren't going to like not shower or try and look nice. Like You were going to take care of yourself and present yourself a certain way for the most part. Yeah. But now it's like everything online is so carefully curated and like it's just different. And it's it's an I, extra layer of like I don't know. 
I, here's here's how I would put it is I think that we had the same amount of like identity politics going on, but it wasn't as permanent. It felt like you could try things out when 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 I was a teenager, you could become a person for like a week or a month or a, you know what I mean? And then you right. could like transition out of that and become somebody else. Now it feels like you have to like you have to become that person. And it's like you have to become that person online. You have to become that person on. And it's just, I don't do you know what I mean? It's like you have to like pick a group and then that's who you are. That's who you are for the rest of your life. Right. It it doesn't feel like there's room to um, develop a personality. You can only just like adopt a personality. Right. Yeah. You know? I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. I, I don't know if that's right or wrong. It just that's just the way that I see it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What well, What was your question? Um, I was gonna ask you what is your first memory of the internet. Oh. Do you um, know Yeah. Have I not talked about this? I have like a Maybe. clear, distinct memory of uh, the internet. I'm, so I have, mine is crystal clear as well. It's super funny. All right. We were in grade four. We went to the four. yeah. Went to the Museum of Science and Technology. Yeah, that's where the internet was, and uh, there was a room. And okay, so there's two rooms side by side. One of them has like um, it's actually like a sub room. So it's like two different rooms inside this room, and there's a fax machine in each one. And then this other room has a bunch of computers that are hooked up to the internet, right? Right. So me and my buddy were um, we had a thousand bajillion pieces of white paper and some sharpies, and we were just faxing each other like hilarious <laughs> pictures. And uh, like, you know, we're like 20 feet away from each other or whatever. Yeah. We're just faxing each other dumb shit and like drawings of uh, probably penises and stuff. And then I leave, we like leave and I go to the other room with all the computers in it. And one of my classmates has been like, like uh, buffering this, you know, thing on the internet for like a long time. I guess he knew what he was doing. Like he was <laughs> okay. a rich kid or something. Okay. And so I show up and I'm like, what do you guys, what is this room? Like, what is this room even for? You know what I mean? And yeah. I walk in and this guy goes, check this out. And he hits like play. And it was um, swallowed by Bush X at the time. Now Bush. Yeah. Um, and it just started at the like, you're the wave, you're the wave. And then, so, and, I, and it was a music video. And it was the first time I ever saw a music video. And it was the first time. And no I couldn't way. figure out what the fuck I was watching. I was like, what's happening right now? There's a music video inside the useless like solitaire machine. And then. And then I just was like, I, it was too much for me. And I just left and I went back and like kept faxing with this my friend. This would have been like 1997 or something? Oh, yeah. 96 90, or 97? 97 probably, yeah. Something yeah, like okay. that. 98 maybe? So yeah, yeah okay. so it was, like it's it, it, forever um, swallowed by Bush and the internet are like tied together yeah. for me. Um, my first memory of the internet <laughs> is... I th I'm pretty sure it was also in grade four and we were at school and I think, I don't remember if we were allowed to be on the internet. Like it was computer class. In okay. Grade four. And like, I think back then we were like learning how to type or something okay. or like, I don't know what computer class would have been like for someone in grade four. Maybe it was just like, you just go around and like fucking use paint for 30 minutes and it's just like chill time or we played like Oregon trail or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's like a math game you could play or something. Or a math game or whatever. On floppy um, disk. Yeah. And I th I, I'll never forget, we dared this kid named Vincent. I don't know if I should say his name. 2100? I'm going to say no. Vincent, you can bleep that out. Um, <laughs> Thanks. We dared him to go, I think it was to, like we knew what Playboy was at this point, but no, like none of us had seen it or, or like had actually, you just knew yeah, it was it's like, like naked women. It's a myth. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a, a myth. myth. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and we dared him to go 
onto playboy.com and it was like me and a bunch of dudes that were just like huddled around his computer and like he did it he's like oh fuck yeah i'll do it and he just went on playboy.com and then like it went to like the front page and there was a fucking whatever a pinup model on it and tits were out and everything and we were all just like oh no filters shit. nothing shit no no it was full-on no filters <laughs> nothing was blocked because it's like i don't know i I, it, I guess it was so early at this point like the school probably didn't, didn't have know. like an it department they were just like we just have computers in this little room yeah you know what i mean didn't understand and, uh, the potential yeah exactly and he did it and then the teacher came around obviously and caught him and we all like <laughs> we all scattered and he i'm pretty sure he got suspended for it nice um, and it was like we just goaded him into doing it we're just like no you got to do it man you got to do it it's gonna be sick um and then he did hmm. and then i'm um, yeah that was my first that's my first vivid recollection of <laughs> playboy.com of using the internet it was playboy.com yeah it's it i and that, listen i was too young to be exposed to that let's be honest well, and 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 now it's it's like you. How could you couple, stop a kid? A couple years before I saw a pair of tits, you know, could have waited till grade six, maybe. Grade six, yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing is, it's like, how can you stop that from happening now? It's like there's so many workarounds. Oh. There's so many. You, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, and arguably, it's better for them. It's like if that's what you wanted to do, not because it's better for you, but because you, it's what you want. <laughs> So you could have what you want, right? How do you, how do you mean? Well, like, if I was twelve right now mm-hmm. and I wanted to see porn, it would be yeah. easy for that to happen. So it's not better for me in the long run, but it's something I could do, and so it's like I could get what I want. So from my twelve-year-old perspective, it would be better oh, right. to be to to exist now. Um, mm-hmm. But the argument can be made that it's like that's the problem. The problem is that you. Oh yeah. You don't have any restrictions. And no. so you can have everything you want all the time. And you see it in people. You see it in how people talk to each other and how people act now. Yeah. Right? Like you don't have to wait for anything. There's no reason to ever have to wait for something. I was at the okay, here's a funny little anecdote, just to tell you how people are now. In case you're not noticing, right? I went to go renew my passport the other day. Mm-hmm. I walk into a room and there's probably forty five people waiting there already. And this is the, the way it's set up is in two separate waiting rooms. This is waiting room one of two. And there's 45 people in this waiting room. So I'm like, I'm going to be here for three hours. It sucks, but I brought a book. Here we go. Mm-hmm. This lady walks in and immediately starts berating this dude because it's going to be so long for her to get her passport. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I wanted to stand up and be like, oh, what are you here for? And then just start asking everyone else in the room and be like, see, everyone's doing the same thing yeah. like take a seat lady this isn't you're not special here mm-hmm. and that's the problem is because we're all special all the time what do you want you want to listen to this song here's this song you want to mm-hmm. see this picture here's this picture you want to know who was in that movie here's the guy who was in that movie yeah, like you don't have to wait for anything a four second ad is too much now right and all of this stuff just drives your there's um there was a study done on how people talk uh to ai's like because it's like it's easier to talk directly to like Alexa or um or um the Amazon one whatever the fuck it's called Alexa is the Amazon one I think oh or the other one anyway anyway like Siri any of those or, yeah yeah the yeah the one just like called Google I think Google yeah hey hey Google or whatever yeah. yeah so because because of the way you're supposed to talk to those things because it's like they they need like clear concise and also they don't follow multiple sentences through the conversation mm-hmm. right. 
So you have to like put everything into one sentence. So it's like we've become more direct in how we speak to each other and we've right. become less um, polite and less like courteous. Mm-hmm. And it's all sort of like driving itself to continue down that road. Right. right? Which is which is why it's like, I, you know, again, yeah, and, it's, and these are like our behaviors that are probably just slowly being learned like subconsciously like you're not even aware that this is just you just become so used to speaking a certain way or doing it doing things like it just becomes routine not even thinking about it it's just like what's the expression like um like death by a thousand paper cuts same idea yeah 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 yeah, yeah. one little thing at a time and it just builds up to a i don't know this sort of monstrosity of like social inadequate not inadequacy but like I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You don't know. I think you know what I'm trying to say. It's like yeah. it's like when a, a a single drop of water, um, over like a hundred years will just erode a rock to like, yeah, to nothing, and like or your your habits or your, um, yeah, your social habits or or whatever communication habits, whatever you want to say, the way you speak to people, like this lady at the DMV or whatever, like your those things are slowly being eroded by the way you speak to technology or interact with others online because it's all you ever do and and there is no need to not do it like there's a you can live in that world a hundred percent yeah like it's not like you go like yeah but then you got to go outside later it's like you don't you don't have to leave you (laughs) You don't ever have to leave you never do yeah it's become that like there are jobs that exist exclusively in the metaverse Mm -hmm. right and you can live and and have everything exist there for you and have people bring you your food and have people make you your food. And it's like, it's, it's come to a point now where it's like, you can't even use that as an excuse anymore where you go like, yeah, yeah. But eventually you'll have to interact with real people. And it's like, no, you don't. There's, mm-hmm. there's no reason if you wanted to live, um, digitally, you could do it. Yeah. And, 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 and it's getting easier and easier by the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything's connected to everything. And it's like, you're fucking, especially with, you know, Obviously, like Facebook keeps buying companies, but so does Google. And it's like, it's all the same thing now. It's like the PepsiCo thing where they're like, they've monopolized by, by like diversifying the names that they use for different things. But it's like, essentially you're like, all of your information is centralized, right? Yeah. Your volume just got loud again, by the way. Oh, what? Why? I don't know. It seems really loud. Go. How's that? That's much lower. Yeah, it's better. It wasn't, anyway, I don't know if it's clipping or not, but it was, it Uh, just was noticeably louder. I don't know what's going on with my stupid computer. It's probably it's probably hates me because it's I'm talking about super it. Super loud again already. <laughs> it's, Weird. Uh, I'm sure it's yeah. fine, but it just I just noticed it get way louder. Um, I was gonna say something else about fuck. I forget. Now I forget. Well, what I guess that's it. That's before. A... Oh fuck. Oh, I thought I had an anecdote as well about. Oh, the past. Yes. No, you were saying how the lady at the DMV was instantly impatient and was like. Um, I want my passport photo taken now or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is I've recently noticed that sort of same irrational impatience in myself for certain, not all the time, but for certain things. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's weird how it just sort of like started happening a little bit. And I, I but at least I'm like, I've, I recognize it and I know it's not like real. Like I have no reason to be impatient. So I can still be like, I can still pump the brakes and be like, 
no, 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 no. You do not get to be impatient about this. Well, like, give me an example. Get, give me a, give me a moment in your life where you were like recently where you were like, whoa, what am I doing here? Um, let me see. Let me see if I can think of one. It's, I feel like it's just like little day to day things. Like if it's, um, waiting for like an email reply or like a message reply or something like I'm, I'm trying to sell my, my truck at the moment. Okay. Right. So sometimes I post it on auto trader and, and marketplace and other places and like, and like, sometimes I'll have like a, a brief exchange with someone about the truck who's asking questions about it. And then I'll send a reply and be like, Oh, this is what's going on. I'll send them a few photos and then I'll like close it. And then like 10 minutes later, I'll check it a bit and be like, why haven't they replied? Like we're having this kind of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, no, no, what are you doing? There's no <laughs> trying to live my life this here. Insane. This asshole's this holding me up. Fucking insane. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And like, it's, I know it's not normal. I'm like, I didn't used to be like this. I'm like, like to think that I'm a relatively or like a, a pretty patient person for most things. Like I, I, it's one of my, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, virtues, virtues, I guess, like almost to a traits, like, traits. Yeah. A trait of mine. I know I'm patient and it's, yeah, you know, for better or worse, it's just one of my traits. But until recently I've noticed little things like that, that are just like, and it bothers me that, mm-hmm. I, that this is happening to me. But like I said, at least now I know, like I've, I've picked up on it and I'm like, no, no, you need to slow down. Um, and just fucking, they'll get back to you when they get back to you. Like time will move forward and like it's just gonna happen when it happens you know what i mean well and like and like a thing that i've tried recently sorry just to kind of finish up on that no no go for it thought of like this instant gratification you get from instagram and social media and the internet and all these various um forms of i don't know if you want to call them entertainment or, or stimulation i guess that we're constantly bombarded by yeah um i've recently like a, a photography is a hobby of mine i've recently um, got my parents and sister to send me my old film camera from home. Cool. And so I threw a roll of film in this old Canon A1 film camera and it's like, it's been really fun using it. I've, I'm still, I think I've got six, six exposures left on the roll that I'm currently shooting, but it's really fun to have to like think about what it is I want to take a photo of and almost like plan it out ahead a little bit and like it it forces you to slow right down i wouldn't say almost i would say definitely yeah right and it forces you to slow down and compose and like make sure your exposure is right because it's all analog right mm-hmm. there's no like light meter there's a light meter in this one but it's like it's super rudimentary um but anyway i got a light meter app for my phone but it's still just like i'm composing the photo and like making sure my aperture is correct and my iso is is whatever set up correctly and and just taking all these things into account and like slowing down the process of taking a single photo. Whereas digital is great because you can like the quality is amazing. You can do so much, so much great stuff with digital, but it's just like you can snap and be like, oh, that's wrong. I'm just going to just flip the dial here and go and then figure it out as you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas film, it's small. And I don't know if these photos are going to be any good or not because I still haven't finished the role. But it almost doesn't matter because it's like I'm, I'm trying to get back to the process of just like slowing things down. And just and, like taking a breath and composing and like, and also what I just, again, one last little thing to add to that is you don't get the instant gratification. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I'll take a photo and now it's like, it's out of my hands. I'm like, it's the photo, the exposure is done. It's been taken. It's imprinted on that little roll of film. And until I send it off to get developed. And even then, like that's going to take probably a week as well. Right. Yeah. So it's not like, 
once I'm done shooting, I, I don't get to see what those photos look like until I send it off to get developed and then receive, oh my God, and then receive um, that roll of film back. And so it's like, I think... it, it's been really fun. It's, I've really enjoyed doing it. It's just like a, almost like a, I don't know if you call it like a meditative exercise. Yeah. Or like a of... self-actualization or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's whatever. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's been, it's been good to like force me to slow down. Well, the, the other thing that it does, and it's maybe just a, a sort of a secret little byproduct, but it's like, it also forces you to take responsibility if it goes wrong. It's like, I think one of the most hurtful things that we have going on in our society right now is like fail blog. We're like, like having, um, I was thinking about this the other day, but I was like, where failing at stuff is like worth ridicule. And right. Right, right, and right, and right, it's right. it's it prevents people from trying things and it prevents mm-hmm. people from wanting to take responsibility to, for things because then you become a failure. You know what I mean? And it's like really yeah, just like left um, left the it, left a, a camp around the people who suck at things. And so it's, it's such a cliche and like it's it's every like motivational poster or speaker will have this, you know, have quotes from like all the greatest athletes or, or poets or, or whoever, you know, actors or musicians that ever lived. And it's all, I mean, the, the cliche basically is a variation of like, the only reason I succeeded or got to this point is because I failed a million times before, mm-hmm. you know, like the, yeah. whatever the road to success is paved with failures or something along those lines. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Some and version of like that. The, yeah. The, the, the point that learning you only learn and I've, it's true for, for me anyway, I don't know about you, for you, but I've always learned the most valuable lessons in my, and it doesn't matter for what, if it's for work or for art or from everything else from fucking up. Like yeah. making mistakes just stick with you a lot better. And you're like, okay, what did I do wrong? It's just, it's just a, an effective building block to improve. Well, and it's, and it's unfortunately, and it's, it's, it is crazy that, that, you know, there's this weird, I don't know. People are, are like you said, like ridiculed or, or fail blogged to, yeah. Oh, well, and you, it, it, you suck at that. Wow. It's fucking loser. Fail. <laughs> well, it, it ties you know? back into our original discussion, which is like just yet another reason why I think that like, it sucks now. It sucks now. And I don't mean for me, I mean for kids. And I mean for me too, a little bit, but it's like, it sucks to live in a world where you can't try and fail and for that to be okay. Like, do you know, one of my favorite things in the world is skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And I don't do it as much as I should, but I love skateboarding partially because of the philosophical aspect to it, which is that it's, it's entirely founded on failure. It's It's like pushing pushing the rock up the hill. Yeah, exactly. And there's does he no. Ever, does he ever get it up to the top? By the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. At he the does, end, right? yeah. So it's like learning a new trek is literally Sisyphus push, pushing the rock up the hill. Yep. And then you, and then you never, you never, no, you never stop because then you try a new trick and then you have to work on that. And it's like mm-hmm. failing is important and it teaches and it grows and it's, it's. It, I, I can't imagine a world without it. But unfortunately, that's the world that's developing right now. Mm-hmm. And so. Anyway, just to just to kind of put a bow on everything, it's like that's that's my take on it all. It's like, yeah, of course, it, it would be better if things were different and it was okay for people to be bad at stuff and it was okay for people to um, uh, have moments where they're not perfect mm-hmm. and for that not to become the foundation for uh, depression and anxiety and yeah. a personality. And, mm-hmm. and an identity that grows because you made a, a mistake in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it becomes who you are. And then people know you as that. And then you have to start dressing that way. Yeah. And it's like you can't just have a shitty moment and then move on from it. You have to like turn it into an identity. And it comes and, back to that 
instant gratification thing a little bit, right? Yeah. Where yeah, there, there is there's no you don't have like like your your um I guess what would you call it? Like your foresight or your field of view, if you will. Yeah. So narrow and limited. Like it's you're looking through this little tiny little box with like yeah. blinders on the side where you're like, This is all the room I have to accomplish this new task I'm trying to or this trick I'm trying to learn. Yeah. Or this this whatever I'm trying to do that I've never this done before. Picture I'm Whereas really it's this, like you, yeah. that that box does not exist. Like that box exists only in your mind, but it's like a product of the outside world that's like placing this little box in front of you. Yeah. But it's not really there. <laughs> you know? Well, but I mean, a... it's easy to say from our perspective, for sure. But if you were an 11 year old girl, oh, I, I still find myself looking through this box. And I'm like, I know, but I know it's not there. But it's hard yeah. not to, again, because everything is so instant. It's like, if I don't get this right on the first try, then what's the point? I fuck, like I don't yeah. have time to fuck around when it's like the whole point is that you need to take the time. And you'll be so much more gratified come the end of it when you do learn and you get over that stumbling block or get over that hurdle. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. You're just like, you peel away that box and you're like, oh, fuck, I've got all this room to work with. And I can keep doing this and it's, you know. We've we've accidentally uh, like um, stepped into like the territory where we're like hyping this podcast unintentionally because that's what this whole podcast is about. (laughs) It's so meta. (laughs) It totally is, yeah. But you know, but yeah, what I, mean? I think like it's it's yeah. yeah. No, I, I I listen. I think we're on the same page here. I think uh, the solution to the answer to the question of whether it's better to be born when you know when we're young when we were young or young now is we should just kill everybody. Everyone should die. I'm still yeah. um, excitedly waiting for the day that the sun explodes. I hope you can hear the sighs coming out of Owen. I heard, I heard something there. Yeah, I heard a reaction. <laughs> But no, I'm still waiting for someone to shoot a nuke into the sun, and then we get that news bulletin, beep, 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 and all the all the TVs. It's happening. All the TVs switch to like the yeah. emergency broadcast channel, and it's like, dude, it's gonna happen. Attention, um, China or North Korea just shot a, you know, their entire nuclear arsenal into the sun. We have 12 minutes to live, and I'd be like, thank God. <laughs> what were we waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> let's start this whole thing over with other people in a million let's, years billion years. let's write them a note and tell yeah, them this, how not to do this, it this one didn't go so well let's start over yeah try get, try and try, try a different again. one try again um, um i think we i think we did that one pretty nicely um yeah, i wanted to a, mention before before very, we end um, here we got very like like inspirational motivational at the end there a little bit yeah that's good hey okay I'm going to mention something here. Okay. Um, just a, just a, a slight pivot here, just so that we don't end up talking for too long about this. Um, great. Oh, excuse me. Great news. Um, you would remember a couple months ago, I talked on the podcast about how uh, I had my identity stolen. Yes, you did. Oh, we have uh, the, a new development. Well, the latest development, I guess, for me, which is the greatest news, is that um, as of... Uh, last Friday, so one week ago today, um, I am no longer on the hook for those loans. Oh, sweet. so that's good. So your credit yeah, so, will be back to normal soon. Yeah, so it's uh, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Seven months. Seven months of like just like you know owing a lot of money, and and then <laughs> they sent me to the creditors and the collect collection agency yeah. came up and anyway. Now that part's over. So, oh, that's and then I was talking to the uh, investigator, the lead detective on the case, just not too long ago, mm-hmm. and she mentioned she was like, "Yeah, 
I don't know if we're going to catch anybody. Yeah. And I was like, telling me that it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, because apparently get this. It is not standard practice for banks to photocopy your identification when you take a loan out. That is so crazy. That is so insane. Yeah. Isn't that wild? And they don't keep the footage on their uh, CCTV cameras for very long. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. If it's like the matter of like months or whatever. Yeah. So if, if, we were like a week out from all this happening and like we went to those people and we're like, can you describe the person? Maybe there's a chance we might get something out of them. Right. But it's like this, you know, seven or eight months later or whatever. It's like, there's no way to get any, any of those people to remember a specific customer yeah, where nothing course. bad happened from their perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no memorable. It's just a regular sort of interaction from yeah. them, from their perspective. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now, um, go on uh, Equifax and TransUnion and set up alerts on your account so that you get notified if anybody, including yourself, tries to open any accounts and has a credit check on you. Um, you'll get an, a phone call or an email or a text message from whoever's trying to, whichever creditor's trying to um, open a thing, and they'll go, Is this you? And then you'll either say yay or nay. And it's the best $0 you can spend because it would have saved me all those months of, you know, having basically bombed credit and thinking I might have to pay some of this back, you know? This is not financial advice, though. This is not financial advice. That was not financial advice. Yeah. Um, But no, that's good. I'm glad that's been resolved for you. Yeah. So now, because this is what I always told myself, I was like, I'm going to get this part over with, and then I'll put like a bow on that part. And then now I'm going to start my personal investigation, which is I'm going to start asking questions to people who might have answers. And then... This is where the foundation of of our uh, of the uh, eventual, yeah, our eventual podcast episode might happen right. here. Yeah, yeah, okay, sick. I can't wait. Um, yeah, so I'm the investigation is ongoing. I can't. The wait investigation to find out. has just begun. I cannot wait to find out what you find out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's that. So, if you, uh, what was I gonna say? Fuck, I had it earlier. If you. If oh, you okay. Are... Sorry, go ahead. If you are right now a person who ever feels like you can't fail or you can't do something wrong or you can't try something out of fear of failing and so you'll never succeed at it, give yourself a slap in the back of the head and and change who you think you should be to be somebody who's who allows themselves to fail at stuff because those are the only people who will ever succeed at anything. Yeah, and I don't think it's an overnight thing either. So be patient. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to like make mistakes. But uh, don't don't be so hard on yourself. Why why you... if other people are gonna be hard on you, why would you pile onto that and be hard on yourself? Yeah, other, other people will do what they do, but there's no reason for you to be hard on yourself. You know. Do you remember the Miss Frizzle line? I, I always I should get it tattooed on me. It's such Miss a great Frizzle. line. No. I yeah, Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the first part. It was like, go out, make mistakes, and get messy, or something like. I'm gonna look it up. But not too messy. But not too messy. Not too messy that that you know, someone else has to clean it up. Um, are you looking for it? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just on my phone now as well. Take chances. Take chances, make mistakes, and get messy. How's that? Take chances, make mistakes, get messy. Yeah. Isn't that a great... Like, that's how you should live. No, for sure. 
Take chances, make you'll mistakes, be, get messy. You'll be more fulfilled and pleased with yourself when you realize that it doesn't like making mistakes doesn't matter. Yeah, in the it, grand scheme it, of things, unless you make a mistake that kills someone, then it's a little different. Well, you live and you learn. You live and you, you know? learn, and they don't live, but you do learn. But um, you do learn. Um, but yeah, you'll and I think yeah, it, it, it's not easy again with the, all these weird societal. Uh, pressures and all the stimulation that everyone has all the time and the instant gratification we just talked about but if you learn to kind of slow down and be like you know whatever the people think of my failures is inconsequential because I am learning and I am growing and I am evolving to become what I want to be or something like that I don't know that was cute that was like that felt like a cute moment yeah that was my best um, Tony Robbins I think Okay, if you it's thought Marty was inspirational just then. Inspirational? A new game. New game. New uh, segment. Inspirational or gay? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. in hindsight, I'm, just, I'm thinking back to what I just said, and it was, it was pretty gay. It was pretty gay. It was pretty it was gay. Pretty gay. Yeah. If, you, <laughs> if you think you can handle it, then just take it. <laughs> Inspirational um, or gay? Inspirational or gay. <laughs> I like this new segment. This is good. It's good. Um, um, yeah, yeah. No, if you if you think that Marty was inspirational or gay, uh, mm-hmm. send us an email at thewrongguyspodcast at gmail.com. And if not, I would say you're probably better off. If you don't send us that email specifically, send us another email to say why you didn't send us that email. Yes. And then send us a third email to tell us why the second email makes more sense than the first email. Yeah. Mostly just send us an email. That's all I want. Just send us an email. Yes. Please do. Yeah. Um, And I would say on that note, I think we should fucking call it there. We're at an hour and 23 minutes. Yeah, that's good. Well, we haven't talked in a while, so I think it was, uh... yeah, we got carried away, but that's fine. Sweet. All right, and we'll try and we'll try and do this again soon. I hope so. All right. Well, uh, peace out, podcast. Mm-hmm.